Welcome to The Magic of Positive Thinking, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com, and content writer Al Edwards. Norb, happy summer. It's the first day of summer. Yeah, today's the first day of summer. Thank God for this gift that he gives us, not only every day, but summer. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. And in uh, hell of a present. It is for sure. And for, as a commemoration of that, I hope the camera can get a good shot of my special summer shirt that I wore today. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. A couple cars stopped in front of me. They thought it was a, you know, <laughs> yeah. a caution sign. But uh, I want everyone to know this shirt is very environmentally sensitive because it only runs on 14 AA batteries. Oh, so, very good. Yeah, so yeah, I like that. We got her down from 15 to 14. So we're doing, <laughs> doing good for the environment. Anyway, we are so happy to be with everyone again. We are just going like crazy here, and uh, we hope everyone is enjoying our podcast. And as we said before, when you tell your friends to listen and watch the podcast, please tell them to look for The Magic of Positive Thinking, because that's our new, new title, which is a great one. So we were talking, Norb and I were talking, and the good part is, Norb, you and I never rehearse this. And uh, we rarely even know what we're going to talk about, and most people can pick that up pretty quickly. But uh, the topic today is a special one. If you could learn only one thing in your life, this is it. That's the title of the show. And that one thing in life to learn, probably more than anything else, is perseverance. And that's what we're going to talk about today is perseverance. Norb, what do you think about perseverance? It's one of the elements that uh, creates happiness, and and I think persevering in uh, just being positive and working at it is uh, as important as anything else. Because you have to be really, really dedicated to think positively. I had a friend of mine that this week uh, had a very unfortunate accident, and uh, he fell down the stairs and broke his nose. Mm. And uh, I guess it was pretty rough because uh, he was blacked out. They had to take him to the hospital. And he actually sent me an email and he said, uh, you know, I fell down the stairs and broke my nose. And my answer was, well, thank God it didn't break your neck. Right. So that's the positive way to look at, uh, you know, how happy he was that he didn't break his neck. Absolutely. So I, I keep persevering on Yes. Staying positive. <laughs> Persevering on the positive road. Yeah. Here's a funny thing. In, in previous shows, we've talked about that um, negativity or lack of perseverance does not exist in nature. You know, a dandelion or a weed or anything that has an opportunity to grow will just grow like crazy. And it seems like it's a unique human trait to be frustrated and give up. So we're going to talk about uh, perseverance today as probably the most important habit, mental habit that anyone can develop. And I'd like to start out by defining perseverance. Uh, and I like this definition. It's continuing in a course of action without regard to discouragement, opposition, or previous failure. And Norb, we have talked about so many amazing people on this show. Henry Ford, Edison, Lincoln, Earl Nightingale. The one thing that made these people any different than anyone else. And they really were no different. And if you get anything out of the show, please know in your heart that these people were no different than any, any of us. They were human beings. The one thing they had 
was the ability to stick to something without giving up. Absolutely. And you know, one of the interesting things about just sticking to it is that, uh, and we talked about this before, failing is not really a bad thing because it shows that you're trying. The biggest sin is not to try at all. Right. And when people don't try, uh, they get to the point where the defeat is even before you start. So, uh, you know, failing in a lot of ways is kind of the way to be successful. So you have to persevere. We, I think we talked about this about Eddie's show because it's probably the greatest perseverance act of, of any human being I know, but Thomas Edison failed 3,000 times before he discovered the light bulb. Right. And, and you know, we were talking the other day with a, with a friend of mine saying that, you know, they show movies, old movies. I, I like old movies. And they show people with candles all the time. And obviously in a movie theater or in a movie, they show, you know, the room is dark and they light this little candle and all of a sudden, Obviously, Hollywood needs this. The whole room lights right. up like crazy. Well, right. you know, uh, I'm sure all of you have, have lit candles, and it doesn't happen that way. It's a no. very little light. Right. And you did a lot of candles <laughs> to just, just uh, approximate the amount of light that a light bulb gives. Right. So, you know, if that guy wouldn't have persevered, uh, hopefully somebody else would have thought about this stuff. But uh, it's just amazing how that one person just kept going and kept going. And uh, it's just something to really be thankful for that there are people that, that stick to it, you know? Absolutely. That's the thing. Why, why do many of us have trouble persevering? And things get in there, frustration, anger, impatience, you know, a whole host of other negative emotions that get you off the track. And I wonder, what is it about a guy like Thomas Edison versus just any other common human being that one person will not allow those things, frustration, anger, impatience, to get in the way, whereas another person will just keep going no matter what? What do you think the difference is there, Don? Well, amazingly enough, I think that, you know, we all have this incredible brain that we talked about, which is like a, a piece of soil and uh, whatever you plant in it, uh, it gives you back. A lot of it, unluckily, is that the family structure doesn't breed an air of optimism. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever uh, Thomas Edison is a prime example because his mother uh, always told him that he was a great person and he was going to be very successful, even when the teachers told the mother that, Tommy wasn't going to grow up to be much of anything. Yeah, there was something seriously wrong with him. Yeah, so so the the mother was programming him to persevere and be successful. And, you know, if anybody can get something out of this show, and I hope they do, tell people you know how nice they are, how special they are, you know? Uh, we're all special. And, and you know, I, again, talking about the miracle, I, I just read something really, really good by a guy by the name of Earl or of Abermail, okay? He says, the smallest single blade of grass is immensely more complex and flawless than the world's most engineered machine. And yet when you walk through the field, you do not sidestep to avoid its grandeur because it's quietly serving its 
purpose given to it by its master and creator. You live in a world so saturated by divinity that its harmony can only truly be seen when it's taken away. Wow. And, and you know, following that line of thinking, we all have this gift in our mind uh, that we can really be a great person and, and actually do something with our lives. Right. Unless somebody takes it away from us. And the family is very important. There's very, very nice people, very good in, intentional people. But, you know, when you tell a child that he has limits, you're basically harming that child. Uh, there is no limits to the mind of, mm -hmm. of a human being. None that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that, you know, if you go to schools where the teacher kind of belittles you or, or, or your parents or your friends, it's, it's very damaging. However, if you have parents that, you know, tell you what a great kid you are and look what you can do with your life and, and show them examples like we're talking about, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, uh, one of your favorites, uh, Colonel Sanders. Yes. Uh, you know, never give up, never give up. Perseverance and, and uh, perseverance in instilling these things in your mind is just as important as anything else. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And the good news, or the gooder news is, if you will, if I can use some of my good English skills here, the good news is that even if you weren't raised with that kind of philosophy, you are in charge of your own destiny. It's never too late for you to reprogram yourself. Absolutely, yeah. To get that way yourself. And that's the good news. If, if unfortunately, you didn't have a chance to uh, have a family that was very affirming like that, you can do that for yourself. No question. Yes. Uh, you know, it's, it's very interesting that how people will react to just a little praise and a little uh, optimism in their life. You know, uh, the other day I, I walked in here and there was one of the receptionists was wearing a really bright, beautiful, beautiful jacket, you know, and uh, it was really striking. It was beautiful. And, and I made a comment, God, is, is that a beautiful jacket? You know, and her face just lit up mm -hmm. because he says, oh, thank you, thank you. And I meant it, first of all. But uh, again, we always talk about these things. Just if you see something nice, you know, say it. Yeah. And, and uh, people are happy about it, you know. Uh, you know, the good news and the bad news is it is so easy today, and it's been this way for a very long time, it's so easy today to touch somebody's heart by just the simplest things like saying, Hey, it's nice to see you. How are you? How's your dog or how's whatever? Because nobody does it. The bar is set so low to try and touch someone on the human level. It's so low that practically any kind of kindness or generosity, people just eat it up. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's not that you have to fake it. You know, be <clears throat> sincere about it. You see something nice, just say it. Absolutely. Don't be shy. Absolutely. I mean, maybe one out of 10,000 times somebody will get offended. And right. you know what? That's their problem. Right, exactly. And don't get up, don't make that like, wow, I'm offending somebody. You know, that poor person should be pitied instead of, Absolutely. of worrying about it, you know? I made a decision a long time ago that I was going to tell people how I felt about them, regardless, you know, of whatever. And uh, I just have 
sincere appreciation and a praise and praise for people. And I tell them and I don't, you know, people think that's weird, but that's just me. I like, no, no, like no. That. For example, I think that's a very pretty yellow shirt. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and Norm, I didn't want to tell you this. I, I do lie sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, you right. know. <laughs> the good thing about Norbert is his nose grows when he lies. So we know yeah. he's got the Pinocchio yeah, syndrome. It goes into the microphone and it's kind of hard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you hear Norb's voice getting more and more faint, it's because he's lying at, to me about my shirt throughout yeah. the broadcast. <laughs> But, uh, Norb, I will sell you this shirt for $479 okay, at the end of this podcast. You got it. If you'd I'll like to give have you it. a check. Uh... So let's talk about um, goals, because you can't persevere or anything without a goal. And what is a goal? And again, friends, we always talk about this. We're not talking about money. We're not talking about business. We're not talking about, we are, but we're also talking about things that have nothing to do with any of those things. We're talking about you know, a hobby or something that's important to you or playing a musical instrument or business or money or whatever it happens to be. It doesn't, doesn't have to be about any one thing. Everyone has to have a goal that they strive for in their lives. And Norb, why do you think human beings need a goal? Well, it's just that idea of when you start taking a trip, hopefully you know where you're going. And going back to our friend, Earl Nightingale, you know, a, a ship without a, a plan of where it's going to go right. and without a captain at the helm, uh, it's very rare that it will reach its destination if it gets out of the harbor at all. Right. I think I'm quoting that almost You are verbatim. exactly yeah. quoting that. And, and, you know, life is like that. I mean, we don't have to plan everything in our life. Of course, everything, you know, like a ship will run into a storm or something a machine problem or anything. We have to cope with the things. But, you know, to, to know where you want to go and, and how to achieve it, uh, it's all controlled by your mind. Your mind is the only thing that you can control. And we've talked about this before. And, you know, when I mention this to people, uh, it's kind of funny because they really laugh a lot. But you don't know anything about your body. Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing. You know, right now you have fingers that move and toes that move and your feet is a complex of bones that you know even scientists are admiring and we don't know how to control anything that's going on the only thing we can control is our minds uh, this is the gift that you have it's a gift you know it's magic it really is that's why the magic is there and and positive thinking is the thing that makes that magic work right you know right Talking about all this, uh, uh, one of the guys we haven't talked about in this show, and I'm going to introduce this. Al didn't know I was going to introduce this either. Go ahead. Take the wheel. But, you know, we, we haven't talked about Mark Twain at all. Oh, and, and we are uh, very, very uh, remiss and, and regret that. Let's start doing that right yeah, away. Yeah, and, and, you know, I was just looking at quotes of Mark Twain about, if you haven't done this, you know, if you want to really add optimism to your psyche go to the internet and look at mark twain quotes you know one of the beautiful things about the internet is that you have all this available that's another thing you know plant things in your mind that will make your life richer and and uh, mark twain has some quotes that are just jewels and i, I have like four or five of them that are really funny 
Uh, one of them is, is give every day the chance to become the most beautiful day in your life. Wow. Now, that is so simple, and, and I hate to say cornball, but, you know, we talk about cornball. We love cornball on this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give every day the chance to become the most beautiful day of your life. Isn't that pretty to look forward to, gee, tomorrow will be a better day? And going back again to, uh, you know, the, the, the movie Gone with the Wind, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that's the last sentence that's said in that movie. Not in that way, but basically that's it. Tomorrow is another day. If you want to change the future, you must change what you're doing in the present. Wow. Now, is that phenomenal? This is Mark Twain. This was written 100 years ago or close to it. I don't exactly. But just think of that. If you want to change the future, you must change what you're doing in the present. So just change it. Just don't do it, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. And the next one is a real good one. It's better to be an optimist who is sometimes wrong than a pessimist who is always right. Right. You know? <laughs> That's and a life choice, isn't it? It's a, a life choice. That's a philosophy of life yeah, choice. Yeah, it's better to be an optimist who's wrong. I mean, sometimes it's wrong, you know? But if you're a pessimist and it's always bad, then you're saying, oh my God, you know? So now here's another one that is really, really deep. There is no security in life, only opportunities. Wow. Now, these are things that are said, you know, by one of the most, I consider probably one of the greatest philosophers in the world, and he was an American. He's not considered as Socrates or Aristotle or Cicero, but uh, let's face it, this guy had a heck of a philosophy about life, you know? Well, and everything that Mark Twain has said, to me at least, has been much more meaningful and much more applicable to life than anything that uh, Plato and Aristotle or uh, anyone else could have said. I want to end Mark Twain with this one, because if you really think that things are going to go wrong, uh, he has a cure. He says, eat a live frog the first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you during the rest of the day. <laughs> that is you know, a great strategy. That's a great strategy, you that know, so because good. once you do that. that, the rest is going to be terrific, you know? I took those five. Hopefully we can do some more oh, because yeah. he has, you know, just incredible amounts of, of philosophical quotes and about life. And, and uh, it's just, it's just phenomenal, really phenomenal. He truly was a, a classic American in, in the very great ways of that word, in the sense of that word. Well, he grew up in Hannibal, Missouri, you know, which is another thing I recommend if, if you like Mark Twain and uh, you'd like to go to a place that's really, really interesting and nice uh go to his boyhood home in in hannibal I, I went there a couple of years ago and uh it's a beautiful place uh very very uh mark twainish mm -hmm. and uh, they still haven't stopped loving that type of culture and, oh, yeah. and uh, you can visit the caves you know people didn't have air conditioning and hannibal missouri is in a valley close to the mississippi so uh, it got very, very hot. And uh, the whole town used to go into these caves to cool off, oh you my know. Gosh. And people wrote things on the cave walls, that, which is really kind of interesting. That was their air conditioning. Wow. 
And uh, there are all kinds of stories about Mark Twain when he was a boy and uh, a very nice place. And, and uh, if, you know, you, you kind of like that kind of stuff, I, I recommend it's a very nice, uh, nice place to go and visit. Yeah, I would love, I've never been there. I would eat that up. I would love to do something like that. So I would definitely do that. Yeah. You know, the other interesting thing about quoting these guys from many, many decades ago is that human nature, the human condition has never changed. You know, Mark Twain lived in the 19th century, uh, in the 1800s, and everything you just said is just as applicable to life today as it was back then. Probably more so. More uh, so today, even? Yeah, because I think at, at that time, there was more optimism in the United States. You know, this was a country that people would come over for opportunity, and they just saw nothing but beauty and the ability to really exercise their brain. And uh, most of us uh, came from areas that were very oppressive compared to the freedom we had in this country. Yeah, it was a very positive country, very positive. So, Norb, you've had uh, a tremendous amount of business experience in your life. Um, you have persevered through a lot of different things. If you look at your own life, for example, you know, Norb used to specialize in buying businesses that were not doing well and really turning them around and getting them going again, kind of like a restoration specialist for business. And I'm sure there was a lot of uh, a lot of moments where you just thought, oh, my God, what did I get myself into and what are we doing and all that kind of stuff. What was it within you that allowed you to keep going despite despite frustration, impatience, problems? What is it in some people that allows them to keep going where others just give up? Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because the Cubs, I, I think actually the Mets and the Cubs had a, a uh, manager by the name of Leo DeRocher. Mm -hmm. And Leo DeRocher had a saying that I really liked, and maybe it applies to me. He said, show me a man who knows, knows how to lose and I'll show you a loser. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I hate to lose. Uh, I play poker a lot and, and for enjoyment. You know, uh, we play Texas Hold'em. And I play with a lot of friends. And I hate to lose. I mean, I, I hate it. In fact, I play with my two sons and uh, we hate each other <laughs> while we play poker because we just want to beat the other guy, you know. Right. And, uh, I enjoy beating other people, but I enjoy much more beating my two sons. Right, you know? of course. And they enjoy beating me more than anything. Right. And I like that because right. it's it's a maybe it's a fighting spirit. I ju I just wouldn't want to give up. In 1995, Chicago had a a record cold. I think it was like 26 below zero, not wind chill. It was 26 below zero. I had a pretty large business with with a lot of sprinklers and. Uh, they all busted all over just and there was just water flowing and it was just cold and everything and I walked in there and then you know the first time in my life where I just wanted to leave right and, and say the heck with this I mean it was just awful but you know I just persevered and and we had to do an incredible amount of work and damage and stuff and and uh I guess it's just I just don't like to lose. That's it. And I don't mean losing in a bad way. Right. I think that's probably just perseverance. Just don't give up. Again, going back to Henry Ford, you know, men never fail. They just quit trying. And that's perseverance. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I really believe, friend, and I'm speaking to myself and I'm speaking to Norb and I'm speaking to everyone who's listening to this, the other three people that are listening to this right now. <laughs> um, I truly believe in my heart that if all of us could truly emotionally absorb the truth of that people don't fail or men don't fail, they only stop trying, I think our lives would be completely different from that moment on. I, I truly, truly believe that because that is the difference between people who achieve whatever they're trying to do. And again, it's not money, business, whatever it happens to be. That's the difference. They just don't give up. You know, you said you don't like to lose. Well, you have lost things in your life, right? You, oh, yeah. You've yeah. had businesses that didn't go well or mistakes or cost you money or whatever the case may be. You had a fire inside of you that kept you going. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't one of those things that uh, this is a permanent failure. This is a temporary failure. Going back to, uh, you know, Thomas Edison, every one of those 3,000 things that failed was a temporary failure. Exactly. And I've had those. I think we all have. We have to accept that as a pact of life. You know, somebody made a, I don't know exactly how to say it, but experience comes from execution. And failure of executions becomes the experience. You have to have failures in life. I actually feel sorry, uh, you know, about people that just never experience failure. I, you know, one of the things that doesn't happen in nature, for example, is inheritance. You know, a bird doesn't inherit his nest. parents' nest or anything. <laughs> and, and, you know, lions don't inherit. Uh, humans are the only ones who have invented this thing of inheritance. You know, leave your children with all this wealth. Well, that's probably the worst thing you can do to right. anything right. in nature. Anything. And uh, in many ways, you're uh, hurting them. Oh, absolutely, more than helping because them. you're denying them of that failure of having experience. And this might sound crazy, but I really believe in that. I, I really, uh, you know, I, I was lucky enough that, you know, my parents were middle class and I never, you know, suffered about hunger or anything. But, you know, we didn't have all the money that I wanted. I had to buy my own car. I delivered papers. I, I worked. And that experience is invaluable, you know. I, I really hate to see that when, when somebody doesn't have that. Yeah. And, and please, uh, again, I always say if you get something out of this show, and so does Al, uh, we want you to know that, that there's nothing wrong in failure. What's wrong is in quitting. That's what's wrong. Okay. You, you couldn't have said it better. And that's the last point of the show that we want to go into. Five strategies to overcome frustration and quitting or five strategies to persevere. And let's go through them real quick. Obviously, you have to have a defined goal. You need to know where you're going or you'll yeah. never get anywhere. Right. Right. Just like in your car, if you don't know how to get to displays, you'll wind up in, you know, Bloomington, Indiana one day, and you're Absolutely. trying to get to displays. Absolutely. The second strategy is you are no different than anyone else. If any of us could really believe in our hearts that we are really no different than Henry Ford, that the Colonel Sanders, Abraham Lincoln, if we really believe we are no different, that these people had no different 
special magic dust on them that made them different. I think that would overcome a lot of problems. And if I, <clears throat> I want to interject something on mm -hmm. that. The most, the most we use of our brain power is 10%. Right. So just think about it. You're not using 90% of your brain. So that applies to exactly what you said. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. And, and believing you're, I, I think an immediate failure is believing somehow that you can't achieve what you want to achieve, whatever exactly. that happens to be. Exactly. Uh, another strategy I heard about was break your goals into small victories so you can feel good about the progression that you're making. Instead of making a goal 10 miles down the road, make a goal a half a mile and achieve that and then move it from there. And then this is probably the most important one. Expect adversity. It's Absolutely. going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's part of the, the game. Right. Just that, like old Murphy, right? Uh, Murphy's you know, law. Well, again, going back to the poker analogy, uh, you lose a lot more hands than you win. You That's just right. got to win the right ones. Exactly. That's so. But be expected to lose and know how to lose, too. That's very important. Absolutely. You know? Don't believe that you're not going to run into problems because you will. And I, I truly think that if you do expect it and do believe it, that it's going to happen, it's much easier to cope with emotionally. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The other one is visualize yourself achieving your goal. Sit in a chair, close your eyes and visualize yourself being at the place you want to be, no matter what that happens to be goal wise, you know, work, business, personal life playing the trumpet, whatever happens to be. And then the last one is one step at a time. Take things one step at a time. You know, the old Chinese proverb. Yeah. Uh, a walk of 10,000 miles begins with one step. That really is true. The simplicity of being positive is the thing that probably makes it the most difficult. It isn't hard, you know, it isn't hard to just think in that manner. Yeah, how do I get there? Well, I got to take the first step. And you know, we all have this. Sometimes we're sitting and we don't want to get going. Right. I mean, I do it, you do it, everybody does. But once you start doing it, you know, finally it gets done and you know. Uh, Momentum so, is a powerful thing. Oh yeah, yeah, once yeah. Once you get going. Get going, yeah. yeah. That's probably just as important as anything else. Absolutely. Did you have one last thing? Yeah, I, I actually, uh, saw something that really, uh, really impressed me. And it's, it's kind of interesting. A group of students were asked to list what they thought were the present seven wonders of the world. There were some disagreements, but the following received the most votes. One little girl hesitated and read, I think the seven wonders of the world are to see, to hear, to smell, to touch, to taste, to feel, and to love. If you do that, man, you are one positive human being. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. Thank you for that. You always come up with these very <laughs> great gems for us to I hope so. chew on and think about. Yeah, because we don't realize that just to be able to see, it's incredible. And, yeah. and to hear, to smell, to touch, you know? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, friends, it uh, I don't know what happens at the time. It just goes by way too fast. For us, at least, probably for the listener, it probably <laughs> yeah, looks like very, they just very, watched, you know, a three-hour uh, documentary. Yes. But, um, <laughs> you know, I guess if we could wrap it all up and just say, you are no different, I am no different, Norbert's no different than any other human being who has achieved something. The only difference is that they, people who have achieved things did not give up. And if somehow inside of us, if we could find that, that motivation, that fire to not give up no matter what, and expect things to go wrong and still push through, I think that's going to be life-changing. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's funny what you just said. And again, Hal and I never practiced this. Which is very clear. <laughs> yeah. You are going to achieve something. There's no way you are not going to achieve. The problem is you might achieve a miserable life. Right. And that's what we're trying not to do. Because I guarantee you, you are going to achieve something, okay? Right. So it might as well be positive because, like Al likes to say, and, and I think I said it too, what's the alternative? I was just going to end the show with that. That's our new ending every time. <laughs> yeah, Norb said yeah. this. You're right. We are going to achieve something, and it's up to us to decide what that's going to be. Exactly. And yeah. Norb said on a show, uh, a couple shows again, he said, you know, you could either be positive or what is the result? Being miserable. That's the result. <laughs> yeah. So you might as well be positive. And it goes back to Mark Twain saying, I would rather be an optimistic guy and wrong than pessimist, negative person and be right 100% of the time. Exactly. And I'm going to choose the first one. So, yeah, yeah. Norb, thank you for another thank wonderful you, show. Yeah. And uh, friends, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And, um, we will see you next time. Thank you very much. God bless. Bye-bye.